Hello and welcome to The Dish, a Connectivity Business News Podcast. My name is Madeline Durrett, Senior Associate Editor at Connectivity Business News. And today we're speaking with Telemaco Melia, Vice President and General Manager at EchoStar Mobile. Telemaco, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And to you. So EchoStar Mobile announced a collaboration with the Things Industries for hybrid satellite and terrestrial IoT device connectivity across Europe. Would you elaborate on each company's role in this collaboration? Sure. Um, so good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Um, the work that we announced at the Things, Things conference uh, is... Um, Reflecting the work that we started to do already a uh, few, you know, few months ago on integration of uh, satellite network with terrestrial. Um, so the Fink Industries is recognized as one of the, um, you know, largest ecosystem for uh, LoRaWAN technology uh, when it comes to providing connectivity to enterprises. And um, we have been discussing for a while with the the Fink Industries group and. We came to the conclusion that many of the customers that today use uh, uh, the thing stack uh, for their enterprise solutions will benefit from adding a satellite as well. So the, the decision has been essentially how we can extend existing terrestrial coverage uh, with satellite, um, essentially to provide TTN customers um, 100% coverage capability when they are not in reach of their uh, private network. Thank you. And that kind of brings me to my next question. LoRaWAN technology in the past has been limited to terrestrial infrastructures. Yeah. What technological developments and advancements are making this technology compatible with satellite and hybrid networks? Um, so our uh, history around LoRa and LoRaWAN stack is started two years back. Um, at the beginning of our journey to provide a satellite IoT, we had to scout uh, technologies. We had to decide what what uh, you know what technology we would be onboarding as the for the commercial launch. Um, the candidates at that time were two, uh, and still today would be the same, uh, LoRa and and BIoT. Uh, it turned out that LoRa would work. You know, the chipset from Centec, the Line 1120, would work out of the box. Uh, without the requirement, without the need to, you know, have hard uh, and uh, expensive changes on the existing hardware. Um, so that that was the the beginning of what has been a very quick uh, go to market, and we have been able to, you know, stand up a, a satellite IoT offering with a relatively, um, uh, you know, a small budget. Um, that that would not be possible with other technologies. Um, so effectively, the changes that we had to do in in the lower one technology itself has been minimal, um, and that gave us, you know, the economy of scale because we will leverage of the batch a lot of uh, existing, um, you know, deployments, and we will leverage existing investments. That was that was the game changer. Thank you. And what was the biggest technological challenge in enabling this service? Um, to hide the satellite and LoRa complexity from the users. Uh, the goal is really to put in the hands of, of people 
satellite technology which is comparable to terrestrial technologies. And uh, it means size of the device, uh, battery lifetime, uh, antennas, and easy of operation. Um, that, that was probably the, the, the key, um, the key challenge for us. And that's what, and this is what makes a difference today. Um, we are commercializing a modem which is substantially, uh, very close to what you see in the terrestrial world. Uh, antennas are small and cheap as well. And, uh, especially, and more than that, you don't need to, uh, to, you know, orient, you know, uh, orientate the, the device in any specific manner because the antennas are omnidirectional. So you immediately cancel all the drawbacks, the traditional drawbacks of satellite solutions, which is large antennas, which are not really fit for IoT, uh, power consumption, which again is a problem in IoT. So that was the, that was probably, uh, the biggest technological, you know, uh, achievement on our end to make sure that these can be really used at scale. Thank you. And would you elaborate for our listeners how the dual transport generic node works to enable real-time two-way communications? Um, so the, the generic node that TTI announced uses our EM2050 module. Um, so by integrating our module, you immediately inherit the bidirectional and real-time communication aspects um, because this is, you know, this is how we can make it easy for people. Uh, in the matter of few weeks, uh, you can design your hardware around the modem, uh, and then you you are good to go with respect to satellite connectivity in a very easy way. Um, obviously, the modem has some more, you know, features that just using the LR1120 chipset from Semtec. There is hardware, uh, additional hardware for the transmission and receiving chain. Uh, but all that complexity is hidden from, from the user. Uh, we put in the hands of the user a modem with traditional AT commands and then the, you know, the device maker or the application maker can just build on top uh, with forgetting, you know, that is a satellite technology. And what does this kind of capability mean for businesses in terms of their cost savings or the added efficiency in managing their business? So uh, today we we are um, providing technology in a way that is very similar to what people are used to see in the terrestrial world. So for them, integrating satellite is no more expensive than integrating terrestrial. Um, and then the second step has been uh, bringing terrestrial satellite connectivity to a price point which is uh, very attractive and uh, you know. Uh, enabling people because yes, it's satellite, but it's not expensive. So I mentioned before the technological challenge has been to hide the complexity around satellite and LoRa. Uh, I would say that from a commercial standpoint, the challenge was to come up with a price with pricing plans that are attractive to people and uh, and you know wash away the 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 thinking that satellite is expensive. Uh, and I think that we manage that as well. Um, the, the, mar the feedback from the market is uh, is very positive, and, uh, and today we know that we are on you know on the right track. Um, that's how that's how really businesses can benefit from from what we provide because at that point in time they just need to focus in solving their problem because the connectivity problem is not the problem anymore. You know. 
Thank you. And kind of on the topic of, you know, making satellite connectivity more similar to terrestrial connectivity, we've been seeing a lot of trending towards digitalization, virtualization, and software-defined network infrastructure in the satellite connectivity industry lately. How important is digitalization for SATCOM going forward and hybrid networks and making it as accessible and affordable as terrestrial networks? Um, so the usually satellite is perceived as a technology that will bring to you 100% coverage, which is one starting point, obviously, because there are places where deploying terrestrial networks is not economically interesting, and then satellite is the obvious solution. Uh, to date, uh, that step it was not obvious because satellite was expensive. So we have we managed to bring the satellite IoT service to a, to a very interesting price point where people can say, yeah, but then I can just use satellite. I don't need to deploy a terrestrial network. So that's the first thing. And second, what, what the technology brings to you is mobility. Um, you know, mobility is, is a clear use case when you talk about cellular networks, whether this is the terrestrial or satellite. But in the lower in the lower case, mobility has been always limited because it depends on the availability of the of the of the public or private network. So what we bring to the table is you know a single pan-European network that can provide mobility across uh, across states, uh, land, and sea, and therefore you open up a, a, a number of use cases that didn't exist uh, before. So it's not anymore only a story about you know the problem of uh, coverage is also a problem of mobility and um, is a problem also of uh, how can I provide the best technology at a given point in time because the the module that we provide the N2050 is dual mode so it can use uh, terrestrial uh, 868 and 915 megahertz when available or it can switch to satellite so we've been trying to bring the best of the world together. So really people that are focusing on digitalization of, uh, of the business, uh, can, can get the best out of it without, you know, without the need to say, Oh, I need to choose satellite or I need to choose terrestrial. Well, you have it both in this modem. Just pick the, 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 you know, the connectivity according to your use case. Um, the, and then this really speaks a lot to people doing any type of tracking uh, business, whether this is assets, people, uh, or other things. Um, in critical infrastructure, uh, they, you know, they, they really love the technology because it's long and skinny, and then this enables things that before were not available. Uh, anything that is environment, uh, we are all very well aware of the climate change and, uh, and that, you know, when you provide technology and connectivity everywhere, then this speaks a lot to the people that need to monitor, uh, you know, rivers, forests, mountains, uh, fire detection, for instance, is a critical use case. Um, and then agriculture, because at the end of the day, uh, the farmers are not IT people. They don't need to install uh, technology at the farm. They just need to use sensors wherever they need. So these are the use cases that, you know, from a digitalization standpoint are really picking up. Uh, it's not exhaustive the list. There are many more, but this is what we see happening today.
Thank you, Telemaco. So IoT really just solves a complex problem so that other markets can focus on solving other complex problems. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks again to Telemaco Melia, Vice President and General Manager at EchoStar Mobile for joining us. This has been the DISH Podcast by Connectivity Business News.